Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for January 14, 2020. So I'm teaching a series entitled Great Freedom, and within that, I'm teaching on this glory that we have access to. And I'm teaching this from 2 Corinthians chapter 3. And so I want us to go back to that passage again this morning. The title of today's message is very simple, Comparing and Contrasting the Old and New Agreements. As a believer, I shared with you yesterday that I was upset that I spent 23 years of my life in a church where nobody ever explained to me the differences between the old and the new covenants or the old and the new agreements. And so I wasn't able, you cannot maximize something you do not understand. And since I didn't understand it, I wasn't able to really walk in the newness of the life that Christ Jesus provided me. And so let's get a better understanding. Second Corinthians chapter three, I'm going to read for you verses seven through 11, and then I'll drop down to verses 17 and 18. This is what the Bible says in second Corinthians. The apostle Paul said, now the old agreement it brought death. It was written with words on stone, but it came with a certain level of glory. In fact, the face of Moses was so bright with glory, although this glory was fading away, that the people were not able to look at his face. So surely the new agreement that comes with a life-giving spirit, the Holy Spirit, has even more glory. Now, this is what I mean. The old, the old agreement judged people guilty of sin, but it had glory. Now, this new agreement that makes us right with God obviously has more glory. Now, the old agreement had glory, but really that glory loses its power in compared to a much greater glory of the new agreement. If the agreement that was brought to an end, Old Testament, old agreement brought to an end, came with a certain level of glory, then the agreement that never ends, this new covenant will never end, has a much greater glory. Now, verse 17, now the Lord is that spirit. He was talking about the Holy Spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I'm teaching on freedom this year. Verse 18, and our faces are not covered. We all show the Lord's glory and we are being changed to be like him. I'm going to teach on that in this series that we behold him and we become what we behold. And then it says this change in us brings more and more glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Holy Spirit. So what does this mean to you today? What does this mean to you today? I'm sure you have a lot of things going on. You're like, okay, Rick, I'm going to give you my attention for a few minutes, but what does this mean? Okay. I'm going to share six things uh, as it relates to basically under the theme that the old agreement or the old covenant was limiting, but the new agreement or the new covenant uh, is liberating, right? So let's deal with that. So six things. I want you to rid yourself of all distractions Focus in on these six things. Number one, here we go. The purpose of the old agreement was to show us that we, as humans, are flawed. So the, the whole point was to show us that we need a savior, was to get man to the end of himself, was to show us, hey, like if, if there was no rules to break and we said, hey, Jesus saved you of your sin, you need to repent from your sin and accept Jesus, people say, well, what are you talking about? Like, what sin? I mean, like, you know, how am I wrong? Okay, well, the rules are right. The Ten Commandments are perfect. So there's nothing wrong with the Ten Commandments other than that they're perfect and no human can, can meet them and, and can ever live under that standard. So it's like, okay, well, the rules were given to show us that we're wrong, right? That was the purpose. However, under the new agreement, the new covenant, our flaws are no longer an issue for us. We find peace and power in turning our limits over to a God who has none. <laughs> so under the old agreement, it was like, oh man, let me show you how messed up you are. 
Okay, now under the new agreement, now take up, take, take all your flaws and all your failures and all your faults and all your limits and turn those things over to God. He's a God who has none. And now through him, you can do all things. Number two, the old agreement highlighted the frailty of our humanity, right? So the point was to show us that we as humans are flawed and, and we're frail and we need a God and we need a savior. But the new agreement puts the emphasis not on us, but on him, not on us and what we can do, but puts the emphasis on him and what he's already done. And so now the, the spotlight is on God and his limitless power. His supernatural ability is now available to us. Now God can take his super and place it on our natural and we operate in the supernatural under this new agreement. Number three, the old agreement focused on what not to do, right? So it was like, hey, don't do this. This is what you should not do. Thou shalt not. The new agreement the emphasis is on the fact that we can do all things, Philippians 4 and 13, through God's grace, through his power, through his limitless power that flows through us. So instead of living my life, getting up every morning, okay, okay, I got to make sure that I don't do this. I don't do that. I don't do this. I don't do that. No, now under this new agreement, we get up and make, man, I can do all things. Glory to God. There's nothing I can't do. God is on me and in me and with me and for me. So I'm heading into this day as a conduit of God's power in this world, right? That's a completely different way to live. Number four, under the old agreement, the Holy Spirit lived inside of a temple. And so he was in the temple of God, and he was in the most holy place, and the only person that could visit the Holy Spirit was the high priest only once a year. And so here you have a simple, uh, uh, a series of religious activity that led to one person being authorized to visit the Holy Spirit once a year. So only one person could visit what Adam had on the inside of him 24 7, 365. So when Jesus came, he didn't come to redeem us to act to Abraham, he redeemed us all the way back to Adam. He redeemed us to a point where now we are, New Testament, New Agreement, the temple of God. Instead of going to visit a temple, you are the temple and the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. So you get to carry around the presence of God. You get to carry around what in the old covenant they could only visit. So you are now walking around with God's presence and God's presence brings with it his peace and his power. You are a carrier of God. When you live God inside minded that I have God on the inside of me, then you can head into every meeting, every conversation, all the activity that you engage in on a daily basis with a different perspective, because you know that God is on the inside of you and he can speak to you and you can get downloads from heaven and you can start saying stuff in a meeting that you've never heard before. It wasn't that you didn't never read it or you know, you're like, oh my God, this is good. You're like, I'm saying stuff, but I need to write it down because it's the Holy Spirit in me giving me wisdom and revelation, revelation that exceeds education. Say amen to that. Number five, the old agreement had a glory, but this text goes to painstaking detail to differentiate that glory from this glory. That glory faded away. This glory will never fade away. Once we are born again, then we have God's permanent presence on the inside of us. Once we're born again, the Bible says, Ephesians 1 and 13, that we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. The Holy Spirit, you're sealed with the Holy Spirit and God will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will never turn his back on you. You have a permanent presence. And this permanent 
presence gives you access to permanent glory. So the glory of God can be manifested in your life and it can happen at any time. The glory of God can be manifested through your life and it can happen at any time. And when you understand this, then you live your life with with supernatural expectation. You live your life with a level of supernatural excitement because there's no limit to what God can do through you and it can happen at any time. You just you never know. Well, you're like, hey man, your, your, your child comes to you and your child is sick and you lay hands on your children and you watch them recover. Your, your people come to you and they don't, they don't, they need a word and, and the Holy Spirit gives you the words and he performs the work. I mean, the glory of God can be manifested in your life and it can happen at any time. And so, so you're living your life with this excitement that the power of God can come to me and the power of God can flow through me and it can happen at any time. Number six. And finally, the old covenant was limiting. But the new covenant, the new agreement is liberating. So I'm not living my life in a limited way. I'm living my life in a liberated way. The old covenant was about thou shalt not, thou shalt not, you know, don't do this, don't do this, don't do that. Under the new agreement, we receive the Holy Spirit. And the text says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So we get to walk in this freedom. We get to enjoy the newness of the life that Christ Jesus died to provide us. There's nothing we can't do. Sin has no power over us. Fear no longer has a stronghold over our mind or over our hearts. Through the Holy Spirit, we get to tap into the power of God to truly live free, free from all bondage. We are free in our minds so we can think and act like God. We are free from the power of addiction. We're not addicted to alcohol or cigarettes or pornography or sexual immorality or anything like that. We are free from bitterness. Uh, so so we're not walking around with a root of bitterness in our heart or unforgiveness. So we're, we're, we're free to have relationships and, and, and the relationships that the Father wants us to, to have. We're free from the power of sickness so that we're not having to live uh, under this bondage and we can live long and strong and declare the works of the Lord. We're free from the spirit of poverty so that we can meet our needs. God is able to make all grace abound towards us that we would always have all sufficiency in all things at all times. We're able to meet the needs of every situation and to give to every good and charitable work. We're able to fund kingdom projects all over the world. In short, as I close, we are free. That's it. You're free. That's what I'm going to be teaching on freedom all year. You are free. So please walk in the freedom that Christ Jesus died to provide you. Jesus, the Christ is Lord and he died, rose from the dead, so you can be free. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this prophesied over your own life. Say this, say, Father, you sent your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for me. Jesus was born of a virgin. He lived a sinless life. He suffered, bled, and died. He then rose from the dead with all power in his hand. He ascended into heaven. And he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. His kingdom has no end. Jesus ushered me into a new agreement and I fully embrace it. Under the new agreement, I have been born again. Your spirit lives on the inside of me. Wherever the Holy Spirit is, there is freedom. I am free in my mind, free in my body free from addictions of any kind, free from bitterness and unforgiveness. 
free from the power of sin, free from the bondage of sickness, free from the stifling nature of poverty. I am in Christ and Jesus has made me free. I enter this day as a free man or woman and I will never allow myself to accept anything less than your freedom. I am free. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. Click on it, subscribe, get the messages. They're gonna be a blessing to you. Listen, head into this day, walking in the freedom wherewith Christ Jesus died to make you free. I had to go live early this morning. So if you're just not watching this or catching the end of it, go back to the beginning and then do me a favor, share this message on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. Let's let everyone everywhere know that Christ Jesus died to make us free. So go out there and walk in the newness of the life that Christ Jesus died to provide you. I love you. God loves you too. I'll catch you tomorrow morning. God bless you.